Welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith, and today I want to help you shift your money mindset. So I've got some things to kind of put money in perspective because money is not the bad guy. Money is not your problem and it's not the source of your discomfort and your issues. It's just the perspective that you've placed on money that makes those things seem so. So before we dive in, I do want to remind you that in the Manifest It Now app, I have an entire subliminal library. And in that library, you can find money subliminals. We have a free health uh, subliminal, a free wealth subliminal. And my absolute favorite is my Manifest Money subliminal that literally includes every affirmation around money that I could possibly find. It is like the end-all be-all of money affirmations and subliminals to really get all of those deep-seated beliefs that you may not even realize you have that are affecting your bank account as we speak. So make sure you get that and you listen to those on repeat. Repetition is key in reprogramming the subconscious mind So you want to listen as often as possible so that you can start reprogramming those beliefs that are keeping you broke, keeping you small, keeping you from earning what you're worth and start shifting that into an abundance mindset. Um, I've been seeing results happen really quickly. I've been seeing things like unexpected um, new sources of income come through. I've been seeing, um, even in my own life, just more customers, more people wanting to buy from you, more people wanting to collaborate and work with you. So it really is a game changer in changing that energetic space that you hold around money. So let's start to shift some things around money and the way that we look at it. Okay, what if you started looking at money as being here to support you, okay, to help you live a easier, more comfortable life? So a lot of us tend to think that money's bad or uh, companies, corporations are bad because they're greedy because they make money in exchange for their products and services, right? I mean, we hear about this all the time. I used to work in the pharmaceutical industry and I can't tell you how many times I would hear something, you know, on the news or from customers, from patients, from different people that the pharmaceutical industry is so bad because they're so greedy and they make so much money, okay? And I think that was really eye-opening for me because what I saw, the way that I looked at it was, yes, these companies are making money. They're making a lot of money. But because of that, they get people that are willing to invest a significant amount of money in them. And when people invest significant amounts of money with a company like that, they have the resources available to pay scientists to develop new medications, new cures, things that are changing people's lives. Okay, for example, one of the drugs that I sold was for COPD. And if you have ever in your life had an asthma attack, 
been in a situation where it was hard to breathe. Maybe you had bronchitis or pneumonia or a really bad sinus infection or something and it was really difficult to breathe. Imagine living like that every single day. Imagine not being able to walk up a flight of stairs, not being able to leave the house and get in your car, not being able to shampoo your hair because lifting your arms up would start exacerbating you. Okay, this is the reality for people that live with this horrible disease. And even when I was a kid in the 90s, the medications that were available had terrible side effects and were not all that effective until the pharmaceutical companies spent the money doing all of this research and hiring the scientists to come up with medications that now help people literally breathe again. So yeah, it's not going to save their life. It might not cure COPD, but it's giving them their quality of life back. They can leave their house for the first time in years. They can do things. They can have a little bit of activity in their life without being able to, without feeling like they're suffocating, okay? That's a really big deal for someone that's having trouble breathing. Another drug that I sold was a statin to help lower cholesterol, okay? And basically, the biggest thing it did was was decrease the risk of MI, heart attack, or stroke. So think about, like, if you thought of every single cancer out there, every single cancer in the entire world, and you added all of them together, how many people die from cancer every year, it still wouldn't even come close to how many people die from heart disease. And here there's a medication that once again, there were a lot of medications before it that never came close to this one that was able to significantly reduce MI, stroke, so that people don't die, so that people don't have a heart attack, um, don't have a stroke, don't don't die young from these heart issues because they're able to lower their cholesterol. So it gave me a completely different perspective. And it made me start thinking, what else do we complain about that we completely take for granted that has drastically improved the quality of life that we have today. And I came up with a lot of examples outside of just pharmaceuticals. And by the way, if you're complaining about the pharmaceutical companies, I get it. Like, trust me, I understand. Um, but I also think that you should take a moment and be really grateful. Because if you're complaining about it, then that probably means that you don't rely on any medication and you are pretty damn healthy and you've never been in a situation where a medication has saved your life. So I just want you to kind of think about that for a second because there are children, there are people, there are family members that rely on it to be alive, to have a quality of life. And so I want you to think about that the next time that you complain about these companies that are literally spending billions of dollars developing these medications for people, okay? Next example, the electric bill, the gas bill, the water bill freaking sucks, doesn't it? I know here in Florida, it is expensive to pay for air conditioning year round because it's always really hot and humid and sticky and muggy, okay? Our electric bill's through the roof. We also have sprinkler systems in our yard. 
And if you don't use them, like everything dies. Um, that makes the water bill crazy. And it sucks, right? It sucks having these big bills. But the way that I started looking at it, that shifted my mentality, is that there was a time not too long ago when people had to heat their home by chopping wood in their yard and starting a fire in the fireplace or in their wood-burning stove. Um, there was a time where there were, was no air conditioning and it probably wasn't that long ago. Like maybe your parents, definitely your grandparents probably didn't have air conditioning and probably was really miserable in the summer. So imagine like being sweaty 24 seven because you can't get relief from it because it's so humid and hot outside. Right now, here's the thing. You have the option. You have the choice to still live that way. You could go build a cabin in the woods and get yourself a wood-burning stove and open the windows instead of having air conditioning, right? But most of us choose not to do that. We make the choice to pay these bills because it's drastically improved our quality of life. And when you start looking at it as how it's improved your quality of life, it's easier to see that, yeah, these things cost money, but thank God we have money. Thank God I can just pay a company to air condition my home so that I'm not living in sweaty, swampy mess 24-7, right? Um, think about how you can simply flick a light switch in your house and have lighting, right? Imagine... Not that long ago, once again, in the grand scheme of things, this was not that long ago that people had to light a candle. And if you wanted to go at night from your bedroom to, you really couldn't go to your bathroom because that's another thing. They didn't have indoor plumbing not, not that long ago. But if you wanted to go around your house at night, you had to carry a candlestick with you. Now we like totally take it for granted. You can flip, flip on a light switch anywhere you go in any area of your house and you can see without worrying about it. Um, those things cost money. It costs part of your electric bill to light your home. But thank God, we can just pay the electric company to light our home, right? Think about how you can go in your refrigerator and get a cold beverage. You can open it up. You can grab a beer, a Truly, which is my favorite. You can get ice water. You have ice. Okay, another thing that is relatively new and a wonderful luxury that even kings and queens did not have, that we now have, everyone has access to. We don't have to pump water from a well or go and carry a bucket to the local creek or river. We just turn on the faucet and there's water. We go in the bathroom and take a shower and there's water what a gift right it's like these things are luxury there was a point in time where like i said even kings and queens even the most wealthy people did not have this luxury and we now have it and it makes our life comfortable it makes our life easy it is a gift so i want you to just pay attention to that as you go through your day all of the little things that we take for granted all the time think about if I didn't have money number one I wouldn't have this complete luxury 
And number two, there was a time not that long ago where people didn't have it at all. So thankfully, you know, we've grown as a society and we have the money to pay these kinds of bills. So every time I get a bill, I think about that. I think about what did, what luxury did this bill give me? How did this bill make my life better? Make it easier, make it more comfortable. And then I give gratitude for it, right? Because I could choose to not pay that bill and not have electricity. I could choose to not pay the bill and not have running water. I could choose to not pay the car payment and not have a car, but I would, would much rather pay those bills and have that luxury, right? Now, this is what really blows my mind. And I think that this blows my mind because I'm a child of like the 80s and 90s before we had these things, but our cell phones, our phones, these little things that can fit in our pocket are more sophisticated and more intelligent than the computers that took people to the moon. Like, think about that for a second. What's in our pocket is more sophisticated than the highest government technology in the 60s, the 70s. And here's where it gets really wild for me, okay? Because <clears throat> I remember when I first started, when I graduated college and I got my first job and I was in sales and I was driving all over the place in like rural nowhere, I would have to every day on my desktop, my wired desktop, there was no, we didn't have Wi-Fi or anything. Um, I had to look up MapQuest, which sucked by the way, and um, figure out like my whole entire day, I had to plan a route and then print out directions and, and carry this stack of papers with me every day to figure out where I was going to go so I wouldn't get lost on some back road in the middle of nowhere. And when I was on those back roads in the, in the middle of nowhere, there was no cell service. I mean, forget about internet. Like I couldn't even make a phone call if I were to get lost or something were to happen. Okay. That was not that long ago at all. That was 2008 when I started, 2008, 2009. Okay. Not that long ago. And right around that time, I remember like people started to get GPS for their cars. So you bought like a separate GPS system. And I remember I thought about it, but I didn't end up getting it because they were anywhere from like 200 to like $600. And I didn't want to spend the money on that. But like now we have that built into our phone. Okay. Our, the camera on our phone is better than most professional cameras. Not that long ago. Right. Um, what else do we have? We have all the essentials, like a calculator, which I love how every teacher when I was younger was like, it's not like you're just going to have a calculator in your pocket all the time. Well, yet yeah, now we literally do. A flashlight, a um, notes section, a calendar. I mean, like all of the things that are in this little phone that we can slide right into our pocket. So yeah, I would gladly pay whatever it is, 150 bucks a month or $100 or whatever it is for this and for the home internet to be able to have all of the things at my fingertips. What I'm doing right now, this podcast, my business, none of this would have been possible even when I was in college. None of it was possible. 
the only social media we had was Facebook and it was not what it is today. It was literally like so college students could talk. Um, there was no Instagram. There was no Pinterest. I didn't even know what a podcast was. YouTube, I don't even know if that was up and running yet. Um, the amount of technology that, ha that has advanced in the past few years has allowed us opportunities. Opportunities to step outside of the typical way of life and create a better life for ourselves. And these things, yes, they require money. Our phones are expensive, right? Um, some of these uh, different softwares that we use, like the podcasting software that I use, the platform that I use, these things cost money, but look at what we get for it. So that's another thing, like with my business, and I know I have a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs that um, listen, every time I get a bill, instead of looking at it like, oh man, that's another expense for my business, I think about how much that's helped my business progress. And every time like I take on a new bigger expense, kind of like, wow, like this is amazing because this is going to help me do X, Y, Z which is gonna help me expand more revenue, get more revenue, more profit, make more money. So, you know, it's all in your perspective. And I'm sure that you know a lot of people, I know I know a lot of people that will complain all day long about every bill, about everything they have to spend money on. And when you do that, you're going to keep manifesting and attracting more things to complain about. You're in a very low vibration. And I know we've been really programmed with money and it really sucks getting that bill, the credit card bill, the utility bills. I know it's not fun, but these are things you can do to shift your mindset so you're not stuck in that low vibration. Because let me tell you something, when you start looking at it from this perspective where you're grateful for what this money is paying for, you're grateful for the quality of life it's given you, you're grateful for the comfort and joy it's giving you, you will raise your vibration and you will start to attract more money. When you give gratitude for money, you're putting that energy out and the energy that we put out is the energy that we attract back. So I want you to think about that. The next time that you feel frustrated, you wanna complain, about money, about bills, about expenses, I want you to challenge yourself to shift that belief in a way of gratitude. And if you can do that, I guarantee you're gonna start seeing things shift. You're gonna start seeing more money come through, more opportunities come through, more investments come through, more unexpected sources come through, right? So pay attention to that and get creative with it. I know if you were in the book club and you read the magic with us in the beginning of the year, one of the things it does is it challenges you to every single day, write down 10 things that you're grateful for and every day it has to be 10 new things. So believe you and me, by the end of the month, you find like the craziest things to be grateful for that you've always taken for granted your whole life. And when you can start shifting that and you start looking for gratitude everywhere you go, instead of looking for complaints, your whole entire life shifts. Your mindset shifts, your vibration shifts. Therefore, you make the quantum leap and your whole life shifts. So I challenge you for today, for the rest of the week, start catching yourself. And every complaint you have, switch it out with a gratitude. Switch it out with something positive that it's given and contributed to your life, okay? I hope that 
you enjoyed this episode. I hope it helped you shift your mindset and get out of that whole scarcity debt mindset and into one of abundance and gratitude. And if you know someone who's struggling with this, share the episode with them. Maybe it can help them too. All right. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting Community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up-level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance, and up-level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time.